You know, I was just thinking, there's been so many times when I had the purest of intentions. I had the highest of expectations for someone close to me, like a friend, a partner, a relative, and for that relationship. Somehow, I ended up being wrong, you know, and I found out I was wrong about who this person was because they were either manipulating me, gaslighting me, being verbally abusive, speaking to me harshly, or even attempting to physically attack me. And no one ever talks about the devastation and the disappointment that you feel when you were wrong. You were wrong about their character. You were wrong about their intent. You were wrong about the relationship. And it's like you kind of mourn the fact that that expectation isn't going to be met. You know, like the Bible says, a hope deferred makes the heart sick. You were hoping for a different result. That may have been a healthy relationship this time around. That may have been a healthy relationship with your sibling. That may have been a healthy relationship with your mother, with your father, whatever it was. That may have been a whole family for Christmas. And when that expectation is missed and you're reminded that this is what I have, you know, and that this is what I have may be toxic. It may be abusive. It, it's disappointing. And for some of us, especially when it comes to family, we like to say, well, this is the family I have and I can't do anything about that. Not necessarily, you know, because there's a cognitive dissonance that is applied when you have that type of reasoning. What you're basically saying is I have to stay I have to remain attached to these toxic, dysfunctional people or abusive people because I was born into this community. But a community of people, such as a family, a family is a community of people, that's all they are. They're just a group of people who fall under this one title. Yes, you were born into this bloodline, but if your bloodline consisted of all gangbangers, all, you know, racists, are you going to just follow suit or are you going to stand up for what feels right for you? That's really what it boils down to in any relationship is our values. Our values make up our personality. What I value is an aspect of my personality. I value um, spirituality. I value integrity. I value uh, respect and discipline and empathy. And so that makes up my personality. If I'm in a relationship with someone who doesn't have those same values, that's going to create a conflict. And so if I'm going to remain in a relationship with someone who doesn't have the same values of, as me, I have to create a cognitive dissonance. I have, have to be to an extent in denial in order to continue to function in that relationship because their beliefs are directly in conflict with my morals and va values. And if I'm willing to compromise my values in order to remain attached to an abusive person who is a predator, to a toxic person who is a predator, a person who is narcissistic, who is also a predator, I would have to compromise my values, which means I would have to compromise who I am, which would create a mistrust within myself and that's why when we're in relationships that aren't in alignment with who we are and we're compromising and compromising and compromising our values our self-worth we're compromising our boundaries we're compromising our standards so that we can remain trauma bonded to somebody who isn't in alignment with us 
That's why we lose ourselves because we've compromised so much of ourselves for things that weren't in alignment with us. And it created a conflict within the self. And that conflict causes us not to trust ourselves. And so we leave the relationship feeling like we can't trust people. But what it is, is we don't trust our own judgment to make good decisions for ourselves. So it's really a reflection of a lack of self-trust.